When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hi, once again, Chris Malone, 98.5 KTK Morning Show. You know that, right? Thanks for tuning in, uh, downloading the podcast here. We're going to do the recap for Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. Started off talking about angry hate speech and hot, angry temperatures. Apparently, they are a uh, uh, they're thick as thieves, as as the uh, uh, expression goes. There was a, some new information and a new study released to the Lancet Planetary Health Journal. It's a peer to peer reviewed uh, publication, but it does kind of point out something because they uh, were able to use artificial intelligence. The researchers were, and to identify seventy five million English phrased hate tweets. And a data set for more than 4 billion tweets posted in the U.S. between 2014 and 2020. What they have actually found is that the uh, hateful, more hateful tweets actually increase depending on the temperature, depending if it goes above or below the feel-good range. What is the feel-good range? Well, they say that uh, tweets, angry, hateful uh, 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 hateful speech uh, is actually increases 22% when temperatures passed 70 degrees. They actually increase when temperatures fell below 54%. But the increase is actually only about 12%. But they did go up. And what they found is as the temperatures rose past 70, past 86%, that was even a stronger presence of online hate across all climate zones, across all socioeconomical uh, differences, including income, religious beliefs, and political preferences. So I guess what I learned from this is when you're angry and it's hot, probably best to put the phone down and walk away because, you know, that stuff never really goes away. Uh, There's a warning that came out from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Usually they give you kind of advisories, but never really something to say, hey, you need to stop using this immediately. And that's, this is one of the warnings they have said, hey, you need to stop using this product immediately. Uh, and what they are, are they, they're male-to-male extension cords. And these actually may be part of your storm kit because they were sold as a way for you to use your generator in the event that you lose power in your home. But you use the, the generator to actually power your home without using a, a long extension cord. And the idea is that you know with the, with the male cord, which is where it has the three prongs out instead of the three prongs in is that um, you would just use your, you can turn your uh, output of your generator and uh, use the male jack and then use your female input into your house and therefore power it that way. It's called back-fed electricity and it is very dangerous. Let me point that out very quick, quickly. Very dangerous. Uh, several risks, including uh, the fact of starting a fire and uh, burning down your home because that's not how your electrical system in your house is designed. Not to mention that the, once the cord's plugged into the generator, the opposite end has live electricity, and usually being insulated like the female side would be on a normal extension cord, the exposed prongs 
could actually kill you. Uh, not to even mention the fact that the sh- the length of the cords are typically very short, which means you probably would have to put your generator close to your house or even inside for it to work. And of course, that ri- runs the risk of increasing your death from carbon monoxide poisoning. In short, if you need any other warning to not use these male-to-male extension cords, they do not comply with any national fire safety codes or electrical codes. So... It's a bad, bad, bad mojo. So if you purchase some of these for your kits, go ahead and get rid of them and don't use them. Hey, get your flu shot now. That's the latest word from the health professionals. Um, And really, we've been kind of lucky the last couple of years um, because, you know, keep in mind the whole idea of the the six feet separation, wearing a mask, washing your hands and all this stuff uh, during the COVID uh, years is to not overwhelm the healthcare system. Because if you overwhelm the healthcare system, you already have doctors and nurses and healthcare professionals maxed out. They need time off. <laughs> There's a shortage of nurses. A lot of them are retiring. Uh, doctors are retiring. And so the whole idea is to not overwhelm the system. And we've been lucky the last couple of years. you got to admit, because we had a lot of these ma- uh, mandatory face mask policies that a lot of employers and a lot of stores had, it actually kind of kept the flu at bay for the last couple of years. Not to mention, as well as, as COVID, so it did it did two good things. Not to mention last year when the the max uh, the mask policy started to relax a little bit, last year's flu va- virus was on the milder side. This year is a little bit different because how the flu vaccine is generally made is that there are four particular strands, families, if you want to call them, of the flu virus, and, and literally there's hundreds of them. Um, and they will kind of see which ones are kind of the ones that are out and very much uh, going to cause problems this year. And if you, uh, they don't really know until you just kind of look at what's happening in the part of the world where it's winter. And of course, that would be Australia and, this, and areas in the southern continent, uh, southern hemisphere. Australia had their uh, worst flu season in five years. Now, also keep in mind that you and I, when's the last time you got your COVID booster or your last COVID shot or if you even got them? And see, that's what kind of happens, that we've kind of relaxed that a little bit. And so the whole fear about people getting sick with the flu and COVID at the same time really is something to consider. So they are recommending if you are someone who uh, trusts the flu vaccines and COVID boosters to go ahead and get them, not to wait for any specialized Omicron variant booster or find out if they're going to change the flu vaccine because they're not. Um, probably, I don't know if they're going to have a flu booster, but the whole idea is that even, you know, getting these, uh, the, the flu vaccine and the COVID vaccine, doesn't mean that you're not going to get the flu or COVID. It just means you're going to have milder symptoms. So even if you do end up catching the flu, maybe early part of next year, because you've had the vaccine, it should not be as intense. So there you go. They're just recommending that you go and get your COVID and your flu shots. Now, yes, you can both get them at the same time. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. I know it sounds silly to go over storing your Halloween candy because, you know, Halloween's about a little more than a, than a month away. But, you know, Hershey issued a statement last month 
saying that they uh, were warning that because of security issues, uh, excuse me, supply issues, um, increased demand because we haven't done any trick-or-treating the last couple of years, and the difficulty in obtaining specific, uh, specific ingredients because of the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine, that certain Halloween candies would not be produced this year. And the one can- some of the candies that are produced will be in reduced numbers compared to previous years. So it may not be a bad idea to grab a bag or two of candy while it's out because everywhere I've gone to see uh, Halloween candy is not in short supply. The, 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 it is definitely there, but who knows what will happen in 30 days or when we get closer to Halloween. So let's say you go out and buy some candy uh, bags of candy for the Halloween trick-or-treaters. Um, two things that can make that candy go bad quicker are going to be temperature and exposure to sunlight. So if you're storing it in the garage, obviously it's probably the worst place for it because of the heat. And as things get a little bit cooler, hopefully by Halloween, um, the cold can actually affect it as well. So keep it in a climate-controlled area of your air-conditioned house. And then keep it out of sunlight, even though it's in the air conditioning, because the sunlight can actually cause problems as well. Probably the best place is your cabinet that's away from a heat source and away from a light source. And it will be away from your eye source, so you won't be tempted to reach into the bag and get ready to go. But the nice thing about this is that... Um, your Halloween candy, when stored properly, milk and white chocolate can last anywhere from 8 to 10 months. Dark chocolate can last up to two years, as long as they're wrapped in foil. Caramels typically last six to nine months. Hard candies and gummies can last upwards to a year. So even if you forget where you put them, the candy should be okay for next Halloween when you discover them in February or something. Uh, we talked about making, making your own pumpkin spice latte, mainly because by the time we get to that cool weather... Uh, most of the countries moved on from pumpkin to Christmas flavored items. So maybe you want a pumpkin spice item when we're actually in a time of the year where it cools off a little bit. So I actually found this is a pretty simple recipe and uh, how you can make your own PSL. What you want to start with is uh, brew a quarter cup of your espresso or strong coffee. Set that off to the side for now. Then in a microwave safe bowl, add one cup of milk, one tablespoon of sugar, a quarter teaspoon of pumpkin pie spice, a quarter teaspoon of vanilla extract, and two tablespoons of pumpkin puree. Cover the bowl in plastic, maybe poke a hole into it too, so steam can escape, and then microwave that for about one to two minutes. When the mixture is hot, stir it vigorously for roughly 30 seconds to make a light and foamy froth. Now it is time for you to assemble your drink by pouring the uh, espresso into the large mug, topping it with the foamy milk that you just put in the microwave, maybe a little dollop of whipped cream on the top, a little sprinkle of pumpkin spice, and you're ready to go. And then finally, talked a bit about the Voyager 1 and 2 probes. Mainly, I love the fact the Voyager 1 and 2 probes were not really designed. They were designed, or on paper, they were designed to explore um, Jupiter and Saturn. That was it. Now, originally, if you follow the history of, of uh, the Voyager programs, the scientists thought, well, you know what? Actually, the planets are lining up in a way that we could actually see all of the planets in our system. But, of course, the government said, oh, no, we can't afford that. Let's just go ahead and stick with Saturn and, and, um, and Jupiter, please, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Scientists said, okay, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Well, no problem about that. They built these Voyager crafts a lot stronger than they needed to for the quick message because, you know, it only took like two or three years for the Voyager uh, spacecraft to reach their objectives. Now we are 45 years later, and we have still in contact with Voyager 1 and Voyager 2. However, NASA had a little bit of a mild heart attack earlier this year when there was a glitch with Voyager 1. 
apparently um, one of its computer systems failed a long, long time ago, and they shut it off. And somehow, the uh, the computer decided to go back to that computer that was not working, and it misaligned the antenna that's pointed towards Earth. So, you know, keep in mind, it takes like 10 hours for, you know, to tell it to me, uh, to communicate with the uh, the probe since it's so far away. They to say, wait a minute, go back to the previous version. <laughs> Sounds like our IT department. Go back to the previous version, you're fine. And it did, it worked out fine. But it did bring up the conversation that NASA's had for quite some time is, what will happen? What's going to be the next generation of probes? Because based on um, what we have or, or on the calculations, um, as, as the most miserly use of the remaining battery power, right around 2030, is going to be it. The batteries are going to be completely drained. We're not going to be able to communicate with these spacecrafts, which is, will be a shame because they are the furthest man-made uh, spacecrafts ever to reach uh, inter- interstellar space. So there is a one proposal out there called the inter- Interstellar Probe that actually could take the place of the Voyager projects. Um, the concept could be ready to launch between 2036 and 2042, depending on how much we want to use um, be aligned with Jupiter, because you would need to use Jupiter, because it's a large planet with a huge gravitational field, to launch this probe into interstellar space. And unlike the 45-year-old Voyager probes, which has exceeded, long exceeded, its life factor by a factor of, of 10, this would run a minimum of 50 years. Now, it will cost us some money, but is it worth exploring? And is it worth using the money that we now generate to further enhance our knowledge of our space and solar system? I think so, anyways. But anyways, uh, it's just right now on the drawing board. I think NASA has a lot of uh, things on their plate with the Artemis projects trying to get a uh, uh, humans on Mars. But that should be running in concurrent with running... Uh, with these probes, even though you'll have some of the people say, well, wait a minute, we have all these wonderful telescopes. We don't need to go have probes. That's not necessarily true. It's kind of like watching a football game on TV. It's great. You can see everything on TV. It looks great, but it's a different experience when you're there. And that's how we look at it with probes. So there's the show for today, Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. Of course, I always welcome your comments and feedback. As always, you can email me at cmalone at odyssey.com. The letter C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com, spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.